Hey everybody, welcome back to Mindy the Podcast. Yeah, no, it's so exciting. We're on episode seven this week. I cannot wait to get into this one. Yes, it's a very interesting episode. I kind of love how we get to see a new side of Mindy as more of a mentor. Yeah, no, training her young Jedi in the ways of relationships. Yes, and it also kind of makes her do some inflection on her own relationships. I'm excited about that too. Yeah, no, this should be a good one. So guys, before we get too deep into the episode, I do want to talk a little bit about the fashion because you know I love all the fashion on this show. So the one that I love the most in this episode is her kind of her full look. So we have Mindy's coat, which is called Back to Cool, and it's by Tool. And then her skirt is called Stag Skirt, which is by Trina Turk. And then her tights are Vortex Tight End Print Tights by Spanx. And then her gloves are the perforated leather gloves by Michael Kors. And then, of course, her gorgeous bag is by Chanel. And that was your fashion breakdown. In addition to some fashion, let's talk about some of the memorable music. It was a little hard to hear, I got to tell you. But um, I was able to do a deep dive and found out we had Makeover by Escort. And then Don't Leave Me, Ne Me Quitte Pass by Regina Spector. So some good new tunes for you to listen to. Thanks for listening to that little fashion minute as well as some insights into the music of this episode. But let's learn a little bit more about who wrote and directed it. Yeah, no, the writers for this episode is the great writing team of Ike Barinholtz and David Stassen. They were a great writing duo. They do a lot of the Mindy Project episodes together. And the director for this episode is Rob Schraub. And the new characters for this episode, who's playing our intern, Parker, we have Mort Burke best known for his role in Mindy Project, but also starred in Enlisted and Fund Employment. And we have Kara Crane, who plays Sophia, who is uh, Mindy's neighbor, is best known for her role in the Disney Channel original movie Minutemen. But you might also recognize her from Baby Daddy and The Sweet Life on Deck. Okay, guys, now that we did that character breakdown, let's move into our summary. So the summary for this episode is when Mindy encourages a teenager in her building to take things slow with her boyfriend, she is forced to reflect on her own relationship with Josh. Meanwhile, Danny becomes concerned after receiving an anonymous complaint in the office. So it sounds really juicy. All right, so let's talk about this cold open. So we are seeing Parker try to teach Mindy some self-defense. And uh, let's just say it starts out being like nice and innocent and like, oh, wow, like we're learning some new self-defense moves. And then Morgan thinks it's actually happening and it kind of breaks the intern. Yeah, no, Morgan completely throws him against the wall, like almost I want to say attempted murder because it was very <laughs> violent. Also, this is Parker, their intern, who's making less than $3,000 a year. That's how I, he can afford to do those games. <laughs> yeah, that's how he can afford to do the but classes. Yeah, Morgan is playing no games when it comes to Mindy's safety. Yeah, which is, it's nice to see him be so protective of her, but like... I mean, that's a lot. Yeah, no. And now they can no longer do the internship program. <laughs> yeah, Mindy's like, we need to stop this yeah. immediately. So as our intern is being carried away in Morgan's arms, we are now back at Mindy's apartment where we meet her neighbor, Sophia. Yeah, no, they meet each other going to the elevator. I think they start off by Mindy asking her about her lenses and seeing if she's like nearsighted or farsighted. And in this moment, we learn that Mindy has terrible vision. Yeah, no, that's, yeah, she does not have great vision. Also, wait, can we talk about how she mentions yeah. this idea of having an HP's, HPV vaccine Groupon idea? Yeah. 
I was like, is that legal? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I was not aware of that. But I was also like, that's kind of a very interesting idea. If you could do Groupon for procedures, I don't know. I mean, I don't know all the medical stuff, but I thought that was very interesting. So I was like, maybe it's both a genius idea and a very terrible idea. Oh, yeah. No, I can definitely see that. But another thing I thought was funny is that Sophia's like reading, like, I want to say a real book. Yeah. And... Mindy is reading a book based off a movie where I never heard it backwards before, where a movie is, the oh, book is based off the movie. Yes, the Iron Man novelization, <laughs> as she refers to it. Um, which, speaking of that, some of the movie references throughout this slash pop culture references, really, is that we talk about Chelsea Handler books, we talk about Banksy, National Lampoon, and then Jessica Rabbit. So that should give you a scoop as to, like, what is happening in this episode. Oh, yeah, no, a lot of pop culture references. All of those are actually great movies, too, as well. And then we also are coming back now with Danny, who has received this anonymous workplace harassment complaint. Yeah. Um, So he immediately goes to Mindy for help. Yeah, no, well, the the note was about Morgan and him ogling uh, Shauna. Yes. And, yeah, he goes to Mindy because he's like, I don't want to deal with this. I need to hand this off to Mindy. And um, they have this conversation. Mindy's like, oh, wow, like, I'm surprised. And well, well, Danny wanted to be in charge, so he's in charge. This is part of, like, I think she said this again when uh, during hiring and firing, you know, you can't just do all the easy stuff. Like, oh, this is part of, like, one of running a parts. business. I love when she says that. Like, you can't just do the parts of the job that you like. I love that. But also, I love when he says... I can't believe how little I am getting from this conversation. <laughs> I thought that was a great line. But, um, yeah, no, it's it's a very good point. You can't do the parts of the job, like, only that you like. Yeah, speaking of not doing parts of the job that uh, you like, like, Mindy was forced to interact with the AC guy, and now um, she said they're lifelong friends. And I remember making a note about this. Cause I was like, this is Mackenzie all the way. <laughs> I was like, she would tell me she went to the grocery store and was like, yeah, now me and the bad girl are like catching up on Grey's Anatomy. It's like, how do you begin to talk about this stuff with someone? Uh, yes, I'm a very chatty person. I love to chat with everybody. Um, I just think everyone's lives are interesting. That's all. I think yeah. people are interesting. And so I love to learn more and kind of see what they're up to. So, yeah, that would be me. I really related to that moment as well. Um, but yeah, so now we're talking about this. We're talking about Sophia who surprises, um, Mindy at work now. Yeah, no. And she asked for birth control. And also we kind of find out a little small information that, uh, Sophia mom died and like her dad is like mostly in charge of raising her. And like she says, these issues are kind of tough to kind of bring up to your dad about, you know, it's understandable. It was really hard. And, um, it kind of makes you wonder if like she has other kind of women figures in her life that she feels comfortable talking about this stuff with but it sounds like mindy is one of those people that she feels comfortable confiding in especially since she's a doctor too i think that helps yeah no so we find out she meets her boyfriend henry if i'm right in a street art class i was just gonna say the fact that they have a street art <laughs> class it was one of my notes i was like that is so interesting yeah, actually um, and also kind of brings Mindy's point back when she's like, oh, so I now see why you didn't want to go doll shopping with me earlier. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, she's still adult. But uh, speaking of the class, I thought it was funny that uh, Mindy considers Banksy like a criminal. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, now we're giving classes about that criminal. I know. Mindy's character is very multifaceted. Yeah. Very but, layered. Uh, <laughs> I think towards the end of this, we basically, Mindy needs to meet this guy. Yeah. She said, I, I don't agree with you doing this. You're so young. Um, I need to meet him. And she reluctantly, our friend Sophia says, okay. Um, but before we go meet him, 
we see Danny tries his best to talk to both Shauna and Morgan. Well, yeah, no, he has to bring them in. You know, Danny, he's worried this is going to be a huge lawsuit that's going to bring down that's going to bring down the office. So he has to speak to them, and basically, he finds out that Shauna isn't the one who sent the letter about uh, Morgan ogling her. Which is very interesting because it sounded like it would have come from her because mm-hmm. it seems like it's against her. But we're going to find out later on who is the one who sent the complaint. But before we do, I want to point out another yeah. thing about Danny is that he literally is basically covering his eyes. Like he can't even say it to them as he's yeah. like trying to uh. talk about the subject because he's so uncomfortable. No, he's so uncomfortable. But I mean, I'm going to say I think Morgan helps. Because Morgan, like, takes responsibility for ogling uh, Shauna, but basically says it's just in his family nature. They just see beautiful things and a nice pair of tatas. I was like... Well, I loved... Shauna was at first, like, complimented. She's like, oh, beautiful. And then she was like, immediately, he (laughs) took a a uh. deep turn. Um, Which I think is just his character, right? Mm -hmm. He is someone who, like, can come across as sweet and then, like, immediately do a 180. Yeah, no, but I think... One thing we see in this little section right here is that Morgan feels really bad and he wants to make a blood oath with Shauna <laughs> that this would never happen again. And thankfully they all decline. Um, so now we're we're going to see Mindy going to Sophia's school. And when I say I think she's getting a little too involved as a doctor. Yeah, no. I mean, like, she really cares about her and kind of, like, sees herself and wants her to make the best decision because she's made a couple bad ones. And I respect that a lot. I respect her feeling this kind of personal responsibility. Um, But it is very interesting from, like, the doctor perspective as to, like, how involved do you get? And I think this is, you know, interesting. Yeah, no. But uh, sorry to cut you off, but uh, when Mindy gets to school, we uh, meet Ben, right? Yes, Ben is awesome. No, Ben, Ben is great. And I love the rapport that Ben and Mindy have right off the back just with him being like you know a 15 year old kid and her being like a 30 year old woman hey she's like 23 what are you talking oh, yeah, about i'm sorry yeah a, a teen plus <laughs> i know if I'm, <laughs> if I'm correct no i think their relationship is really funny they have this great rapport and he shows her slime which is still very popular today so this week's charity kind of shout out, it's not exactly a charity, but they do a lot of work with charities and their foundation is really interesting. So it's called John's Crazy Socks. They have a lot of fun sock designs and a portion of each sock sold. Um, the profits actually go to different organizations and different partnerships. So for them, in April 2022, they've raised over $4,972.36 for charity partners and through April 2022 they have now raised more than $517,502 for their charity partners. So they're a great organization. They do a lot of wonderful work and they employ um, friends with differing abilities. So I would recommend checking them out especially if you are looking to update your sock collection. Thanks so much. Okay, now we're moving into the next scene where we have the meeting between Henry, Sophia, and Mindy. And I like this because I love trying to see uh, Mindy get into this, like, beanbag. But also kind of see her interact with some of the students there because she's also an adult. She's like, uh, when a lady's here, you need to get up. Yes, and then you keep seeing these constant, like, the kid just standing in her way while she's <laughs> trying to talk to somebody else. And People throwing thing at her face. You never, never throw something at a woman's face. Correct. How do you don't know that? Yeah, no, um... It's very interesting. We see a teenage world and a, a an adult is trying to kind of talk to these two children about, like, their relationship. Yeah, but Mindy basically gets to the point with Henry and is like, 
what's your intentions? You know, like, do are you guys have strong feelings for each other? You know, because you're about to, you know, connect on a different level. Plus, like, what are your future goals? Like, what would happen if something were to happen? And um, that's where things get really interesting because we find out he just wants to create an app. He's like, I'm not going to college when I can, instead of spending all that money going to school, I can just get all the money from making an app. Oh, no. Like, if this was definitely today, he would definitely be a crypto bro. <laughs> like, the idea of yeah. working. He's like, I let my money work for me. Come on. And I thought this was a very interesting point that Mindy makes where he goes, well, you know, Mike Zuckerberg dropped out of Harvard. And she's like, but he got into Harvard. Yeah, no, you still, you got to have the smarts to get in. You can't just be like, oh, I just don't need it because I don't need it. Yeah. He had the ambition to do that and then realized he didn't need, I guess, the schooling to do what he needed to do. So there's like a little slight difference there. And then also um, when Sophia says, well, I'm a babysitter. I can take care of a baby. And it's like, you're not babysitting your own child. That's yeah. just not what babysitting And babysitting is. for two to three hours compared to... Your lifetime. 24-7 <laughs> babysitting. Way different people. I speak from experience. Yeah. So I just, that was just too much for me. I was like, oh my goodness. Mindy's absolutely right. She needs to stop this. Yeah, no. And I want to say after this little meeting, Mindy is not leaving impressed with Henry. Oh, no. She does not approve at all. No. And she's not going to prescribe the birth control. No, which makes Sophia like kind of question her like, well, how many great relationships have you had? And like, you know, she's been like, you know, love struck. And uh, Sophia basically brings up when uh, Mindy hit on her Chinese food guy. <laughs> Because he lingered. And also it was Valentine's Day. You know, she was confused. He was sending mixed signals. I love it. I love it. Um, but now Sophia wants to learn about her current relationship. Yeah. Josh, which I'm like, okay, this is going to be exciting to say. Yeah, exactly. So before we dive into that, though, we're okay. going back to the office oh, where yeah. Betsy is talking to Danny and yeah. is having a hard time concentrating. No, and we find out that Betsy is the one who actually made this complaint about Morgan looking at Shauna because she wants guys to kind of look at her the way they look at uh, Shauna. And it's like, was such a vulnerable conversation. Mm -hmm. And I know it made Danny so incredibly uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. But I thought it was an interesting conversation to have. And so I give a lot of respect for this conversation, even though, yes, it wasn't necessarily work appropriate. She didn't go about it the right way, right? She went out of this out of insecurity and out of jealousy of writing this complaint versus the actual legitimacy of, like, No, I thought feeling. it was really hard for Danny in the scene because they kind of, like, well, not they kind of, but Betsy kind of pushed them towards, like, basically saying, like, no, you're great. And, like, you know, you're cute. And she's like, guys don't want cute. They want <laughs> sexy. So then Danny has to walk this fine line between, you know, trying to support a coworker slash friend and also, you know, not get in trouble for sexual harassment. That's why I think it's great when Betsy leaves the office, she says, sometimes you just need your boss to tell you that you're sexy. And it's like, oh, that would be perfect for the deposition in court. <laughs> you could, well, that's why he says immediately, I need to call a lawyer. Um, so I do like this moment because yeah. even though it's uncomfortable, even though Danny covers his eyes again, right? Mm -hmm. Proving just he's just so uncomfortable. I think it's an important conversation that had to be had for her self-esteem and for her to kind of continue and move forward. Yeah. So, um, but let's get back to this. Oh, Sophia yeah. meets Josh. The second meeting of the day. In the restaurant. Yeah, I know. I kind of like this because I really felt for Josh. I can't imagine like sitting in a restaurant and then a teenage girl comes up to me and says, I'm thinking we're supposed to have lunch together. I'm like, no, <laughs> don't say that out loud. <laughs> but then uh, Mindy shows up and she's like, oh, no, she's cool. And I like during this conversation, like um, 
many kind of grants Sophia adult status just by like, you know, Josh being like, how much information are yeah. we telling this child? And she's like, no, she's cool. Yeah, well, I think she wants this honesty, but I don't think she expected Josh to say that he was not a forever type of guy. Which I, I just want to say, like, I was shocked that she was shocked. Does that make sense? Like, No, it does. It makes sense because he doesn't have that personality of yeah. seeming very monogamous, being very um, excited to be with someone for a long time. He's, mm-hmm. he's on the run. He's kind of condescending a lot of times. And, and I might also. be catching you off guard, but. Do we know how long they've been dating? Like, if we're saying at this point of, like, their meeting with I think Sophia? a couple months. I a don't think they've been ago. that long together. I think maybe, like, three or four months is okay, my yeah, guess. So that's not too early to start thinking about forever. I mean, like, especially with being older, you know. I think it's, I think it's not necessarily about the idea of forever for her. Mm-hmm. I think it's about this idea of, are you taking this relationship seriously enough? Are we that moving towards forever? Exactly. Okay. So I think there's a difference in that conversation because, yes, teenagers think of things in forever I think she's thinking of, like, do you think of this could be something that potentially goes to marriage and being something that we're not necessarily, like, the forever, like, twilight, but forever as in, do you see us being together? Like, you're here for the distance. Exactly. So, um, I think that really hurt Mindy to find out that he is not a forever type of guy. Yeah, no. I mean, yeah, she did seem really devastated. And I think, and I and I believe uh, Sophia kind of walks away with kind of like, check me. I was just going to say that. <laughs> I was just going to say, she seemed um, less um, sad for Mindy and more like, told you so. Uh, it's not just me. Um, so then we find out our friend, she calls her best friend Gwen. Oh, yeah. Gwen. And Gwen comes to the rescue and explains that, you know, some people are really weird about that word. Forever is a big word for people. It's a trigger word, I feel like. Yeah, no, even Gwen's own husband, like, the week or the day before the wedding, had to go to the Appalachians. Disappeared for a few days, had some cold feet. They do a good job of making him always seem dorky in whatever scene he's in. Uh (laughs) And then he's funny to me because I know Mindy does not like him, like, every time. Which is crazy because he really likes Mindy. He's like, like, you know, (laughs) you deserve the best and all these things. And it makes me laugh because she's just like, okay, goodbye, bye, I gotta go. I can't talk about this anymore. Like, it's just, it makes me laugh. Um, But yeah, so she just kind of explains to him or explains to Mindy that there's marriage is a long haul. You have a lot of little fights. It's a Mm -hmm. lot of like compromise. It's a lot of things and adjustment. So just because he doesn't say forever doesn't mean he doesn't mean they can't be together forever. If that makes sense. So, um, Mindy goes back. Yeah. She, she goes back to the high school and I believe she kind of interrupts Sophia's kind of like volleyball training. And basically, like, as she's giving advice to Sophia, she's just like, you know what? Everyone, just gather around, I think. Well, because she had been hit in the head <laughs> yeah, twice hit multiple times. with a volleyball, and she was over it. Yeah. But, yes, she um, tries to give them really solid advice and says, you know what? Teens are obsessed with this idea of eternity, which honestly makes sense. Best friends forever. Vampires. <laughs> you know, Teen Wolf. Like, all of these types of shows where there is this idea of eternity, as she says. And I think it's very true. Yeah. I mean, I you know, you remember all these things. Like, when you're in high school, you're like, oh, we're going to be friends forever. No, I was going to say, I've definitely, like, if, like, going through it so many times, you know, the whole middle school, you get to high school, oh, we're going to be best friends. High school's going to college, oh, best friends, you know. And you kind of, like, I feel like you keep the ones from each section of your life. But, yeah, it's kind of hard keeping in touch with everybody. It's very hard. And all of these relationships change over time. They're not mm-hmm. exactly the same. So having that transition, too yes there's eternity and then there's also just people who are here for seasons so i thought this argument was very interesting but then takes a little bit of a turn yeah because you know what is forever (laughs) 
herpes. Yeah. <laughs> Which is okay. Great. She's having like this great sex education talk, trying to help them understand these different things and trying to protect themselves. But maybe it goes a little too far in a school setting. Yeah. Basically, basically just, you know, bringing condoms that we're going with this. Yeah. And so my thing I was thinking about this, was she coming already with the intent to give these to Fia? Because it was quite a lot, I thought. Because she had enough for this whole group of girls. So was she planning on just giving this to Sophia? She could have. Maybe. Or was this just her supply? I mean, like, I, hey, I'd rather people be protected than not at all. I also, like, maybe she does clinics and things like that because she's an OBGYN. You never know, like, what supplies she kind of keeps on her for different circumstances. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. Well, she does this. Um, but then when the teacher's just like, hey, you can't do that. Yeah, which means, because I was, like, so into the scene. I was like, wow, it was, like, so nice, Mindy, giving this. But it was like, yeah, Mindy's and a strange adult woman. At a high school during the day, yeah, just giving out, you know, sexual products. <laughs> <laughs> so she gets arrested at the school. Yeah, she goes I, to I also, school jail. Also, yeah, school jail. I also wanted to note that this was episode seven, and we have seen her restrained twice so far. <laughs> so this and handcuffs. You know this time, not normal handcuffs. The uh, zip tie handcuffs. Yeah, the zip tie right handcuffs. <laughs> But you know what I find interesting? Okay. I already I already know where this is going, guys, so like prepare. Who she calls to save her. Am I right? Am I wrong? But Well yeah, she calls Danny, which I can I see, see you're him. trying to foreshadow some stuff. But at the time, like, this is the single worst person to come pick. Oh, he's hilarious. You know, like, gosh, like please give the poor bastards like a chance <laughs> to graduate high school if we start grabbing at him. Oh my goodness, he uh, he's like, I'm not going to lie to him. I just could, I couldn't handle it when he was there and he like does not make the situation any better. Mm. But um, it was good. I thought it was hilarious. And um, I think there's a pattern forming. You know, Danny seems to be there for Mindy, but hey, whatever. I mean, hmm. <laughs> but uh, Danny gets her out of school jail and uh, <laughs> they're on their way walking out and Sophia catches up with her and says, you know, we're going to wait, you know. And he, she forgives her for what she did. Yeah. Which is great. Yeah. And then uh, Ben comes along and Ben. He agrees loves, with me. <laughs> yeah. Loves loves Danny. And like Danny's one of his favorite names. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I thought it was a great. And uh, I love when uh, Ben. Because once again, it takes you out of the idea that Ben's a 15 year old. Yeah. He leans into Mindy and says, please tell me that you two have happened. <laughs> yeah. Because he's starting to see it, too. Like there's just this chemistry between them. And as much as it doesn't make sense, it kind of does, too. Mm-hmm. So I I don't know. Is Ben making a prediction of a future between Mindy and Danny? I know, but I think, like, one of the best takeaways Mindy gets from this is she gets gifted slime. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, she's so made she, it. She's a teenager now. No, she's, she's a teen yeah. plus. No, she's in on the on the thing. Yeah, she knows what's cool. And, and um, Danny is like, what is what? Okay, I'm really excited to get into this last scene because I know we have um, different ideas of what we think about Josh. And uh, I yeah. actually thought this was gr- this last scene was great for Josh and Tell Mindy's me more. relationship. Tell me more. Well, no, I just, I, I just, I thought it was even though I, in his own way, I thought it was cute that Josh shared his energy drink with Mindy. Let's start that off first. Yes, and she also agrees it's disgusting, but thought the gesture was nice. <laughs> But uh, Josh, like, basically says that, like, you know, it was hard for him thinking of the idea of forever because, like, anything, you know, forever seems, you know, daunting. Because I think in forever implies at some point it ends and, like, you die. I just feel like, you know, forever. 
I get what you mean. I, I do think it was nice because you can tell he really did think about what he'd said and how it might make Mindy feel. So I think this is one of the very few times for me that he's proven himself to be somewhat of a nice guy. Like he has that little layer of like, oh, maybe he's not terrible. Mm-hmm. So I did like that too. Oh, wow. I, so I'm assuming that you did not appreciate the call from the strip club. No, I did okay, not. I thought yeah. that was, I mean. So you didn't think that one was cute? While the <laughs> the message was cute, the location and the that was not cute. But anyway, <laughs> I did think it was cute that he bought her travel-sized deodorants instead of a flowers because he couldn't find flowers. Yeah. Well, so I thought it spoke a lot for his job because, like, you know, he's always on the run. So I would think, like, if he was, like, you know, just getting off a flight or getting onto a flight, like, what would be there? You know how you always have those, like, airport stores that either have, yeah, like... travel-sized things. Travel-sized things or, like, those really weird things you see on infomercials, like yeah. uh, Brookstone. So, like, it was, like, either that or probably, like, a, a neck massager. My only other question is, were there no type of chocolate things <laughs> available? Like, there was no food of any you know sort? And I'm kind of shocked, too, because, like... I feel like if he would have brought her, like, a bouquet of Kit Kats, it would have been just as amazing as flowers. That's what I'm saying. So, I mean, I it's just, it's funny to me. I think maybe it's because he was going for the smell factor of flowers. And yeah. you can smell deodorant. Like, I don't know. That was, like, my other thought process. And they're small and they're kind of cute. Um, but, yeah. And I, I think one of the biggest things we take away from this, one, is that they work it out. But, two, Mindy becomes okay with a guarantee or not a guarantee of forever. Mm-hmm. Which is new for her yeah. as a character because she is so caught up in this idea of a rom-com and having this romantic comedy ending. Yeah. So for her to be like, you know what? It scares me, the idea of Forever 2, but I just want us to be on this path. And then, you know, obviously there's no guarantee. I thought that was really big of her. No, I, I think so too. And also with like a tiny bit of foreshadowing. Yeah, maybe Josh is what kind of helps her kind of um, experiment with so many relationships in the future. Because she's kind of seeing what works. At least my own personal idea. Interesting. You don't think she's going to be with Josh forever? Uh, I mean, I do think she's going to be with Josh forever. I mean, they're perfect <laughs> for each other. I mean, they, they even like the same type of energy drink. Oh, my gosh, guys. <laughs> I really need you to comment on these things. <laughs> Please let us know what you think of Josh. Because, as you can tell, I'm not a fan. But our friend Lee is. But even after this, um, they kind of agree on this idea of uh, kind of forever. I kind of yeah. call it like kind of forever. But, uh... They have way different plans on their afterlife. Josh <laughs> wants to be sprinkled on the third base of the Florida Marlins. And Mindy wants to have them buried next to each other, matching tombstones, and a cherry, a cherry, uh, <laughs> a cherub uh, crying next to them. I love it. Yeah. Um, so they have some time to work it out. Yeah, no, They have some time to see which way uh, pans out. But let me talk about this one thing real quick. I want to ask what your favorite moment of the episode is. Oh, my favorite moment of the episode. Uh, no I'm pressure. going to say, I know I always go a Betsy route, but uh, I did think that scene with Danny and Betsy was great. Because like I said, he's trying to find this fine line of like complimenting his friend, but also still staying professional. So that was great. No, I think that's definitely a really wonderful scene again just for the pure vulnerability of it yeah and really understanding how she feels i mean she's working with shauna and she definitely feels this big insecurity between the two of them and so i think it might even make her relationship with shauna better yeah so i do i agree i love that scene too um as i kind of just said too my favorite was really just mindy's accepting of the idea of um forever is not guaranteed and she doesn't really need it to continue her relationship with josh yeah, no, that was uh, 
I feel like very pivotal just for her own like dating life. That's right. So guys, you have to let us know what you thought of this episode because I really enjoyed it. And um, great job to Ike and David because they crushed it. But I'm also excited for next week. Yeah, no, what is next week? Next week is... Two to one. And I'm telling you, I can already feel that there's going to be a lot of debate. I feel it already because this is a strong one. It's a feminist episode. Oh, yeah. Oh, my. Okay. We... Okay. (laughs) Soapbox already put it on the video. I'm telling you. I'm telling you it's going to be a very informative episode so i'm excited the next two actually are really good too because um the christmas party is also fantastic okay guys (laughs) if you haven't really cared too much about this podcast like the next two episodes are going to be good yeah so make sure you guys are tuning in and following subscribing all of the things please and uh let us know your questions and let us know how you're feeling right now yeah are you ready let's do it do 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 do